Hello, everybody, once again, and welcome to episode 22 of the Tigers Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Schulte. This episode being recorded on uh, Sunday, April 11th, 2021. It'll actually post as of Monday, April 12th, uh, due to the late hour of the recording. Uh, Just, you know what? We got six games to catch up on. Let's do it. Uh, actually, five games to catch up on. So let's do it. One and four for the Tigers in those five games. Um, not a very good showing for the Motor City Kitties. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, there's going to be bumps in the road. And it's hard as a fan to go through this and, and, and see the other side and know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. And it's not the headlamp of an oncoming train. Uh, a couple of roster moves to catch you up on before we get into the breakdown of the last two games between the Tigers and the Twins and the most recent three-game series between Detroit and Cleveland. Um, uh, Miguel Cabrera today was put on the 10-day injured list with soreness in his, or with a, with a left bicep strain. That's the same biceps that he ruptured um in 2018, in June of 2018, it took him out for the rest of the season. Look, I knew he wasn't going to stay healthy. I said he's not going to stay healthy. I still think 500 home runs is within reach for him. I don't know about 3,000 hits because I don't know how long his health is going to hold up this year. Uh, and he's going to need, he needs now 131 hits to get to 3,000. And he missed today's game. He's on the 10-day injured list. He's going to miss at least the next seven games, if not more than that. Well, definitely more than that because uh, they've got a thing at the next seven games against Houston and Oakland, and then they come home for a set against the White Sox, I believe it is. Uh, it might be the Twins again. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, the 10-day injured list. So he'll be out until at least next Wednesday, if not longer. Wednesday the, uh, let's see, Wednesday the 21st, if not longer. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't put too much uh, stock in the possibility of him uh, getting to 3,000 hits this year, uh, especially considering how he's not swinging the bat. He went off with a bang in the first game, of course, uh, hitting the, the two-run homer, Um but he's gone three for twenty-four in his first uh, in in his first eight games, and 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 he just hasn't looked good. He's drawn a couple of walks, and he's struck out four times. So you know, at the end of the day, look, Akil Badu's got more homers than he does. Wilson Ramos has more homers than he does. Um, the sad thing about that is is that's the offensive output for the entire Detroit Tigers baseball team as far as home runs are concerned. So. We'll let you we'll let you think about that for a few minutes. Uh, people like Jamer Candelario and Robbie Grossman and Willie Castro and Jacoby Jones and um, Grayson Griner and Nomar Mazzara and you know players that they brought in with uh, the intent of boosting this offense just haven't contributed in the first nine games, and as a result, Detroit's three and six. So, you know, that's just the way of it. Some of it's good pitching, some of it's bad hitting. And you combine the two, and it doesn't work out very well for your team. 
So with that, let's go ahead and discuss the 4-3 win for the Tigers in extra innings on Tuesday. Gregory Soto getting the win. Akil Badu continues to do what he's been doing all year long, and that's just hitting when he needs to and, and keeping himself in the in the spotlight as far as staying on the on the 26-man roster for the year. He's doing everything he has to do to make a case for himself to stay. Um, and he's being consistent, which is exactly what he needs to do. Uh, he hits a run. Uh, he hits a single in the top of the in the bottom of the tenth, game-winning single that scores Harold Castro. Um, Well-pitched game for the most part. Casey Mize looked good. Um, the Twins basically worked worked raised his pitch count, um, causing him to have to leave a little bit early. But he didn't he didn't get himself into trouble. Uh, a good no decision for him because. Um, he left. He left, and he was down. I do believe he was down three to two when he left. So, um, you know, he's 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 still looking for his first major league win. Uh, I don't know that he gets it tomorrow night in Houston, but um, you know, he's he's going to have to get it at some point because he's too good not to. Uh, he's really reversed a trend. Uh, he's throwing strikes. Uh, yeah, he's getting hit around a little bit, but that's going to happen when you throw strikes as a young pitcher. Um, you got to learn how to throw quality strikes. Right now, he's just throwing strikes, and that's all that matters at this point. Um, a 3-2 loss for the Tigers on Wednesday. Can anybody figure out why we still pitched to Nelson Cruz? Um, I'm, I'm, I, I, I await the reply, either via Twitter or email. Why do the Tigers still pitch to Nelson Cruz? It is beyond me why they've done that, why they're still doing that. The guy just hits Tigers pitching all day long. He could wake up in the morning and hit Tigers pitching at a a very high clip um, and cause a lot of damage uh, because it's just what he does. Um, So... Matt Boyd Matt Boyd pitched well and the Tigers were up one nothing and no they were up 3 to 1 at one point it was a 4-3 loss I'm sorry not 3-2 it was 4-3 and and Matt Boyd was up 3 to 1 went 7 innings struck out quite a few he at one point he threw 80 I think at one point he was throwing he had thrown like 87 strikes and 17 balls or something like that, or 77 strikes and 17. But his strike-to-ball ratio was just out of this world, which is great, except for the fact that he coughed up the lead and ended up taking the loss. So on to Cleveland, where Friday night... Look, I have... I It was a 4-1 to loss, and I really honestly am... am Sometimes these games just happen. And, you know, the Tigers had a situation in the first inning where it was runners on first and third, one man out. And um, Jose Ramirez is at the plate. And, no, it wasn't Jose Ramirez. It was Eddie Rosario was at the plate. And 
he hits a ball. No, it was Jose Ramirez. He hits a ball up the middle that just bounces directly square off of second base. And it would have been a per, it would have been a perfect double play ball had it not hit second base, and it would have gotten um, Derek Holland out of the inning. That's another roster update. Um, Sixty day injured list for Julio Tehran with shoulder tightness. I think it's a little bit more than that if they're going to put him on the sixty day injured list. Uh, but we're going to go. We'll go. We'll 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 cover a little bit more of that later. So a run scores there at that point. There's 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 uh, one man on at that point, because Ramirez made it to first. And Franmil Reyes comes up and just hits an absolute moonshot into the left center field shrubs to make it 3-0. Tigers lose 4-1. Franmil Reyes comes up later on in the, in, the, in the fifth or sixth inning and hits a ball that's still in orbit right now. Um, even two days from now, for later, off of Michael Fulmer, who pitched really well other than giving up that single home run. So the Tigers were really in this game, if you look at it from the score standpoint, but Cleveland's pitching just absolutely dominated the Tigers' offense. And this is one of the things that I worried about in spring training because the Tigers really didn't do well offensively. They didn't hit very well. When they got on, they did well with taking the extra base, and and stealing bases and and you know in 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 situations as when to go first to third things like that but they didn't they didn't hit very well and they that's carried over into the into the early uh season in the first 9 games now hopefully playing in Houston will help but I don't know because they've got Zach Greinke and Lance McCullers Jr. and I can't remember who's pitching on Tuesday um, for the for the Astros, but they've got three guys up that are that are going that they're going up against who who really know how to spin it, and so I don't know. We'll see, but I, it doesn't look too good between there and Oakland where they go for the next four games after after Houston. So look for some 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 low offensive outputs for the Tigers in the next few games uh, based on where they're at and who they're facing. Um, but, you know, and then, the, and then in the, in the, in the, and the Tigers got one run back when Wilson Ramos hit a, hit a home run in the, in, in late in the game to make it four to one. But really it was just a situation where there was just not, there was just, they couldn't buy a hit, and and Dan Dickerson made the point that in the first eight games, they have had three games where they have come up to bat with no runners in scoring position throughout the entire game. Three games. That's only happened three times in the three years before today, or before this week. So... Um, and the Tigers have had some bad offenses in those three years. So to sit there and, 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 and if you think about it from the standpoint of, um, you know, what these guys are trying to do, it looks like Al Avila screwed up again, but I digress. Um, 
so we've got a situation now where where uh, you know it's a four to one loss. Fulmer pitched well. Uh, Holland pitched well, really. In all honesty, I mean, yeah, he he had the bad first inning, but he couldn't be blamed for that ball that was hit off of second base. It's just that's just dumb luck. Yesterday, well, um, we'd like to forget that, and I'm sure Tarek Skubal would like to forget it as well. He gave up six runs uh, in four innings. The Tigers lost eleven to three, which that three ended up being their highest run output of the, of the entire weekend. The problem is that they gave up 11. They were outscored um, 20 to 6 in three games. Um, that's just that's not a that's not a recipe for winning. Um, so they've lost four straight to Cleveland, and uh, today's of course today's loss uh, five to two. Um, again. Decent pitching performance by um, Jose Urania. He he battled. He really battled for four innings. And then the bullpen pitched okay, but they didn't do well enough. And and you need you need pitching performances. Sometimes you need guys to just step up and 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 take things under their own hands. And nobody's done that for the Tigers yet. Wilson Ramos with another home run. He has hit three home runs in three straight games for the Tigers. He homered on Wednesday um, against the Twins on Friday against Cleveland and on uh, today against Cleveland. Uh, Grayson Griner caught Tarek Skubal's game yesterday, and he will probably catch tomorrow night's game with Casey Mize as well. So... Julio Tehran goes to the 60-day injured list. Michael Fulmer is going to step into the starting rotation. He gets the nod on Wednesday against Lance McCullers Jr. Uh, Casey Mize goes tomorrow night against Zach Grinke, and then Tuesday is Matt Boyd uh, pitching for the Tigers. Um, You know, we'll see how this goes. We'll see where it goes. I'm curious to see how Fulmer handles his first start because one of the things that he said about pitching in the bullpen is he doesn't have to think. He can just come out there and, and let it all go and doesn't have to think about game plans and things like that. And so we'll see how it goes for him on Wednesday. Uh, he was topping 96 uh, with, the, with the fastball on Friday. Um, if he can keep that velocity and he can keep his secondary pitches where they need to be, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. So um, also of note, Kristen Stewart was placed on the, he was designated for assignment on April 1st. Nobody wanted him, so he was optioned to the alternate site in Toledo on April 6th. So he did clear waivers. That's a five-day process. And um, <clears throat> he had a chance to decline the assignment, in which case he would have given, been given his outright, outright release. Or he could have gone to the alternate site, or he could have been assigned wherever they wanted to put him. He chose to get the assignment because he knew that nobody wanted him. Um, look, the guy's got power, but he's he's really, he's a left-handed DH. He's a designated hitter. He's not good defensively. He doesn't run the base as well. He's, he's got issues in the field. And he, when he, when he, when he manages to, to run into one, it goes a long way. It's just a matter of 
can he run into enough of them? And he just hasn't done that. He's not hit at the big league level. He's done everything else in AAA and in the minors. But at the big league level, he's just not done anything. And so... At the end of the day, the Tigers had better outfielders. And and really, his days, he was... He was done when Robbie Grossman signed with the Tigers, but then when Nomar Mazara signed as well, that pretty much sealed his fate. So, anyway, with that, I'm going to bring this episode to a close. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can at Podcast Tigers on Twitter or Tigers Baseball Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we will try to be back tomorrow. If not, we'll be back sometime this week uh, with your game comments your game thoughts, and um, other things of interest and of note. Uh, Thanks for listening. I'm Chris Schulte. Thanks again to Anchor for distributing the podcast through all of the podcast aggregators that they do. Like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Let's get this thing up and going. Let's let's make it a a big big listen and a big download. And uh, we will see you soon. Again, thanks for listening. I'm Chris Schulte. Go Tigers!